Welcome to Songs and Stories, the Not For Musicians Only music podcast. Welcome once again to Songs and Stories. My name is Michael Gaither, and this is Songs and Stories, episode number 28, part two of my interview with local singer-songwriter Keith Greninger. As I explained in the last episode, this one's going to be kind of special. I've, I've been doing these, these Songs and Stories podcasts for about a year now, and it seems like every time I get done with an interview, somebody will ask me, why didn't you have her play a song? Why didn't you have him get his guitar out and talk about his music. And I think what happens is I get so caught up in the, you know, it's a, basically it's a visit. It's very informal. And I get caught up in the stories and the anecdotes and talking about independent music and their backgrounds. And then I forget to ask him to play anything. So so with Keith, I, I actually went in with the plan to have him play some stuff. And we talked about it beforehand and he loved the idea. So we're going to get right back into the conversation. And um, the guitar you're going to hear, I wanted to mention that, is he won the Telluride Troubadour Songwriting Contest back in 2005. And I believe it was with the song Breaking Through, which you heard on the last episode, episode 27. In this episode, we're going to hear a, a city folk song that he recorded with the band City Folk. And we're going to hear something off the new CD, Glorious Peasant. And really quick to recap how this sort of works is... On my site, michaelgaither.com, there are links to the Keith Greninger website, his CDs, City Folk, places he's playing. So have a look there while you're listening to the show, and you can click around and learn a little bit more about Keith. And also, if you'd like to win an autographed copy of Glorious Peasant, Keith's newest CD, uh, you can send me an email, michael at michaelgaither.com, if you're on my mailing list. And if you're not on my mailing list, you can either send me an email or go to my contact page. It's michaelgaither.com slash contact, sign up, and I'll earn you in the drawing. So we're going to hear two songs here. We're going to hear Ruby and Rosie, which is about both of his grandmothers. And I love this song because it's about Silicon Valley and how it used to be when it was when it was orange trees and grow and citrus groves and compared to what it is now. And and I grew up in a small farm town called Watsonville and it's there's a lot of similar things happening. So I really love this song. Uh, Ruby and Rosie is off the, the City Folk CD Shadows on the Wall. And we're also going to hear Arsenal of Doves off the new CD, Glorious Peasant. Can you play Ruby and Rosie on that? You know, I could play it on the guitar. I'd like to hear sure. that. Or even just a yeah. piece of it, because we were talking yeah. in the house earlier about, you know, oranges and Silicon Valley and changes. And, and right. In fact, Cindy, my right. wife, said, you got to have Keith talk about Ruby and Rosie. So I figured, well, t- well this will be part two of the interview. <laughs> we'll just, you know, just play a piece of the song, maybe cut if you, Bet if you, you want, and just... Um, Is that the um, the prize guitar? This is a Shanti, yeah, it's a Michael Hornet guitar. That's pretty. <laughs> yeah, it was a... Uh, it's a sweet guitar, it really is. It's really close. And what tuning is this song in? Or are you just tuning it? It's in an open G. But I had the guitar tuned in an open C. So. <laughs> Four strings. It's like so, uh, it's kind of like saying you're going to drive to San Jose, but you're going to go over Hecker Pass and yeah. then over to Los Banos and yeah. come back. <laughs> That's a good analogy. Going back to Los Banos in this conversation, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. 
Well, yeah, this is um. I love this song. Oh, thanks, man. You know, it's one of those things where. Uh, this is off. What, this is off an older, an older release. It's not on the City Folk CD. Or you know, yeah, it's on. It is. It's on the City Folk Shadows on the Wall CD. And I'll link that on the site too. So yeah, great. It. Yeah, that's a. Uh, and it's just a live version. That, that Shadows on the Wall CD, which uh, actually turned out to be a, a pretty sweet CD, is really just uh, the three of us guys from City Folk, myself, Kimball Hurd, mm-hmm. and Roger Foyer, just kind of playing in a semicircle. Mm-hmm. With uh, this is kind of the early, early days of, uh, you know, kind of digital two track. Oh, okay. And we had gone into. Um, we had a friend who used to sneak us into the the record plant up in Sausalito, oh, the plant. Right. They call right. it. He was an engineer there, and he would sneak us in at night when nobody was working. So we uh, he threw up these two beautiful mics, and we just did a couple evenings of just running through songs, mm-hmm. and that's what that record was. And this this song made it on. This for um, two grandmothers. My grandmothers, uh, Ruby. Ruby Greninger and Rose Ferroni, who grew up in, uh, both grew up in the Santa Clara Valley. There's a northern valley in California. Where the times they've been changing a little too fast. The young are running for the future. The old ones they're still dreaming of the past. And all these highways ain't no kind of substitute. The orchards and the fields Silicon chips They're not like trees of fruit They don't bloom in the springtime Bring their fruit into the fall Ruby and Rose Tell me about it all Ruby and Rose And they tell me about it La 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 And I gather around the stories told All the wisdom in their eyes How we could walk for hours Through waist-high flowers My brothers, my sisters and I we saw hard times, but never like they are now. Child, when you got good water and you got clean air, you always seem to get by somehow. And all this progress ain't no kind of substitute for the orchards and the fields, the silicon chips. And I like trees of fruit They don't bloom in the springtime Bring their fruit into the fall Ruby and Rose Tell me about it all Ruby and Rose Tell me about it all 
Blessed are the old ones who know the magic of the earth. Those who've shared her simple pleasures and know what the gifts are worth. Say a prayer for the young ones who may never understand that beneath all of the concrete and all of the buildings lies some of the world's most fertile land. And all these highways ain't no kind of substitute for the orchards and the fields silicon chips and I like trees of fruit and they don't bloom in the springtime bring their fruit into the fall ruby and rose tell me about it all and Rose and tell me about it all La, 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 la Did most of your songs come out of true places, or is it sort of a mix? It's usually coming from a pretty true... I mean, a, I'm, I mean, either something that I've experienced or something that is important mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. Um, I, you know, take poetic license or take on different it's parts art. of the narration, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, depending on... But, yeah, I mean... It's usually kind of where my songwriting comes from yeah. is, is something that's either just trying to capture a little bit of something you're feeling, mm -hmm. I guess, yeah. is what, what I... The thing I like about that song, I, people didn't pick up on it, that you talk about orchards that were in Silicon Valley. Right, right. Now it's concrete and buildings. Yeah, it's, it happens fast. Yeah, it does. And I grew up over there. And so, when, you know, when I was growing up, we were actually living um, 
you know, most of San Jose at that time, you know, had been orchards mm -hmm. and uh, was a very, very fertile valley. It's circled by the Santa Cruz Mountains here that we're in. And then on the other side, the Hamilton Mountains. And then the bay comes up from the south side. So the soil there is just amazing. And uh, a lot of the um, immigrants, you know, people who had, had come over from Europe and, and particularly a lot of Italians mm -hmm. were really drawn to the area. And I found out <coughs> later because... Um, the mountains here, mm -hmm. you know, remind them a lot of, of you know, some of the terrain in Italy. So there was a lot of people coming and growing, and uh, and it was, you know, one time kind of claimed one of the most fertile valleys in the world, and they had train, you know, like a tourist train mm -hmm. that would take you through the valley in the springtime because there were so many blossoms. I mean, right now we have these plum trees blossoming out mm -hmm. just outside of my yard, these wild plums. And you see how beautiful. Imagine millions, yeah. <laughs> thousands of, you know, plums and apples and, you know, peaches and, you know, mm -hmm. blossoms and stuff. So, yeah. but, uh, you know, when I was growing up there, which I was born in 61. Mm -hmm. And uh, so by the time I actually started being aware of anything, it wasn't until, you know, memories as far as, you know, 63, yeah. 64. Um, you know, they we were all living in housing tracks that had been, you know, part of the orchards and just been, but at the end of every, somewhere close to every child's house at that point in Santa Clara Valley was an orchard, sure. still an orchard left. Yeah. And so we'd play in the orchards and, uh, wasn't that fun you know, back then? It was We're so just running fun. Through you know. and yeah, running through trees. Yeah, running through trees and, and just, you know, it was a, it was a place <clears throat> where, you know, our imagination kind of had crazy, even to the extent I talk about this sometimes when I'm, and I'm always talking with people around these areas, but there was always an old packing shed. Yeah. And as little boys, yeah. we always made up this story that there was this, you know, either a monster in the packing shed or a murderer or a kid, you know, <laughs> don't go near there, you know. Or the witch. Yeah, right. Or the witch. witch. And, and, and you know, somebody's brother's friend's uncle, you know, yeah. saw him or got dragged in there, you know. Of course, never happened, yeah. but, but it was these kind of stories that made up a lot of our mythology. I wonder where kids are running now, because even like I grew up in Watsonville, and I still remember, you know, like like a, a a big feat was riding to the end of of East Lake Avenue or Tuttle, and then back then it seemed like you were spending half the day riding through the field to get to the levee to come back, and it probably took like half an hour. Right. But back then it seemed like like half your <laughs> yeah, life forever, to get through right. the field. But those fields are all houses now. There's very few fields left, even down in Watson, which is still, I guess, primarily agriculture, but most of that's right. gone. Yeah, and the scary thing is now that they're, they're jumping to the west side of the highway with that new school going up over there. I, I think it's just a matter of time now that they'll be trying to develop that. Yeah. Um, you know, it's hard to say what the answer is. I mean, you, you. I understand where it comes from. I mean, you got to figure you got families sure. who have owned those tracts of land and farmed for years. Right. That kids are growing up saying, well, I don't want to be a farmer. You know, right. I, and, and I can make, you know, millions of dollars selling mom and dad's land. Right. It's just, it's the nature of it. I mean, of course, it'd be nice if there was a way to regulate that, mm -hmm. you know, to, to maybe... Find some know. balance between providing for the people that are here, but still not having to import all our vegetables from south of the border where the pesticide right. controls are different. Yeah, and also just thinking about the, you know, the general makeup of the communities and counties. I mean, maybe, you know, in the budget, there should yeah. be, you know, in the state. I mean, there should be money where it's like, okay, fair enough. These, you know, the old farmers have died off. Their kids now own the land. Let's offer them a fair price for the land and keep it agricultural land. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, but, hey, that's capitalism at its best, you know. Yeah. It's like the dog that eats its own tail. We have to live with what comes. Right. You know, and 
it's the same thing with now what we're facing with global warming and mm-hmm. and the war in Iraq. You know, I mean, it's gotten to that place where it's like we can't pretend anymore. Yeah, we're killing people for oil now. Yeah. <laughs> we're cooking the planet knowingly. Yeah. You know, so you know, hopefully this will force us. You know, it's just like when we have to. You know, we have to be realistic about it. We can't pretend, and it's like, well, do we want to? Who do we want to be? Mm-hmm. You know, what do we want to claim that we are? So it, it's interesting, but yeah, I hear you, man. We're we're losing a lot of the uh, all that from one little son. Farmlands, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two amazing women, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, those stories are great, though. You know, that's what we have from the elders. Yeah, is they remind us what they had mm-hmm. and what they were able to make happen right through that and it's for me i was lucky and i've kept thinking i wanted to videotape them before they died and i never got a chance mm-hmm. to but i kept i would just i loved those stories you've I kept was, the song the story alive in the song too so well that's a nice thing about you know one of the one of the cool things about writing songs yeah. is that uh it might be something you do at the time just thinking oh you know this sounds good and it feels good to do but you get to play those songs uh, for the rest of your life if you like them and they're good songs. And and I get to take them to other places. But every time I sing that song, I get to connect with their spirit a little bit. I get to honor mm-hmm. them. And, and I like that part. Yeah. You know, that part I do like. And the songs on CD and people buy the CD and the song gets gets a longer life and the stories get around. And yeah. 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 I want to talk about the new CD. I'll okay. one more tune. Sure. Um, Glorious Peasant. Yeah. It's really a great listen. Uh, why don't you pick any song, talk about it, and let's hear a little bit of it. What, what song would you like to talk okay. about? Because I couldn't pick a favorite. Although I love The Heart of That We Love, which again is about a, comes out of a family right, story. The Heart of That We Love, yeah. <laughs> um, well, let's see. What song would be a nice song to play from that? You know, hearing these songs outside, staring at a field of cows, just really fits, too. You know? <laughs> well, you know, the picture for, for the album cover was taken right there, right in that field. You no, know, I didn't bring my camera. Uh-huh. I'll, maybe I'll drive back on the way home from work when I need to take a picture. <laughs> but, yeah, the, for the album cover picture was taken. You know, with this record, I, I you know, going back to Ruby and Rosie, going this, back this, to... This album actually had more of a, a slightly bigger band sound than previous ones. Yeah. It's still very much a Keith record, but it wasn't quite right. as a subdued I wanted record. to bring more of a band sound into mm. it, and I wanted to... Um, I, some of the songs, I just, you know... I love R&B and gospel, mm-hmm. and I guess I wanted to to put some of that into this record. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've made a lot... You know, I've... You know, City Folk, I think we made three recordings, and... And this is my third uh, of my records. And each one I try to think about a, a little bit, you know, what do I want the feel to be? What do I want uh-huh. the, the overall vibe to be? Um, a lot of the City Folk stuff we did just, like I said, just live. It was mm-hmm. all very acoustic. Um, since I've started doing some of my stuff, I've tried to do that, a blend. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, as much as I love the folk and the acoustic stuff, I also, I do have this, this inner side that just loves soul and yeah and groove and r&b and so i tried to infuse some of this record with that and you know i think i think it works on 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 a lot of levels i mean you always get finished with a record and say oh i would have done that differently or this and that but for the most part i'm real happy with the grooves that we got on that and you know most of that was tracked live all the mm-hmm. rhythm tracks anyway were, were done with a great band 
it was a uh, we you know Tim Prince who co-produced it with me he's got the studio where I do all my recordings uh-huh. at um, we talked about what we wanted to do, and we said, well, let's put a band together. You know, kind so you of played like it that. live or, or tracked it individually? We tracked all the, yeah, the rhythm sections were all tracked live, meaning yeah. bass, drums, piano, oh, wow. and electric That's guitar. That's why it sounds like a live my part. Yeah, well, we, you know, I like to do that. Um, f- as far as form goes for me, recording a record, I think one of the most important things that you can do is record the rhythm tracks live. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people will use click tracks and stuff like that. Personally, I like... I think there's a there's a nuance and a magic that's happening when people are actually firing together mm-hmm. that uh, is kind of immeasurable yeah. on the surface, but the it's that invisible there. thread that goes yeah. through the music and I think sometimes makes it a little more compelling mm-hmm. and a little more real and makes you want to go back to it and feel yeah. what you know you know so I do I usually do all my rhythm tracking live and then a lot of times I'll come back. And you know, re-sing maybe the vocals or uh-huh. replay some of my guitar parts if I want, you know, um, and then add a few embellishments here and there. And but this one was fun. We we just I loved the band, you know, that we had. It's some of my favorite players, and and then uh, bringing and of course, in Dan's all over it. Dan's all over it, and he's just just uh, awesome. And uh, we got him. We got him playing a little bit of everything on this. Uh-huh. Um, but it also, I wanted to capture uh, the faith. You know, I wanted to capture, I feel like we're living in these times where we're being forced away from our center, we're being forced away from our, our faith in each other as people mm-hmm. and our communities and, and just our our power as people. It's like we're now looking to other people for that. You know, we're looking to the televisions, like we talked earlier, for our entertainment. We're mm-hmm. looking to the leaders, you know, we're looking to, we go to the grocery store now, you know, to buy stuff from... 3,000 miles away when yeah. we could just could be grown right in this field Across you know what street. I mean yeah. um, that's real disenfranchised you know that 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 makes people feel disconnected. scared disconnected you know if you think about it what is security what is insurance you know these kind of mm-hmm. things it used to be you were part of a community you were you you worked together yeah. you supported each other somebody in the village got ill you pulled the you know I mean mm-hmm. so there was that sense of like hey Everybody's looking out for the children. Everybody's looking out for the old ones. You know, they, you know. So it used to take a village. <laughs> yeah, <it> still does. <laughs> so I was trying to capture some of that in this record. You know, I'm real Which proud. Is the title comes a glorious peasant. Right. Kind of, kind of. Well, that's the idea. We yeah. joke a lot. You know, when I'm when we're with the friends. I mean, you know, none of us are. You know, we're far from being rich. Yeah. But the peasants, in my mind, have always known how to live mm-hmm. and dance and laugh and play and most of the art that even the kings and queens and 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 the rich people buy is created by a lot of the peasants mm-hmm. the food they eat you know the wines they do, you know yeah. so is that idea of like hey man there's nothing to be ashamed of mm-hmm. in the fact that you live close to the land and you live close at hand um there's actually just everything to be proud of which is with without having you know a lot of things handed to you you mm-hmm. always create yeah you find your way in the world with the you know with what's been given to us as gifts from the great spirit or whatever and we make it and we turn it into something that mm-hmm. is life mm-hmm. and so that's what i was trying to kind of celebrate in this mm-hmm. record you know which is just hey it's a uh, we're doing good yeah and let's remember and let's take care of each other and let's not lose faith because if we lose faith then 
then they got us. Yeah. But if we remember, hey, man, we're a team. We're a village. Mm-hmm. Then uh, they don't want to see that strength. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it was like, you know, it was classic. It was like when, uh, my God, just before they invaded Iraq, you know. It was like the biggest human outpouring in history of recorded time, right? I mm-hmm. mean, all over the world. When people marched all over the world to not have the United States invade Iraq. Right. And the way, you know, our president at the time and all and his powers of be, they just basically said, we're going to do whatever we want. And, you know, and it speaks to the instincts of the people because we, you know, I mean, people all look at what, what a horrendous mess that's become, you know. But that yeah. kind of, that was, you know, it's the kind of force that, you know, we need to gather up. So, anyway, getting back to what song would I play off this? Um, well, maybe, how about Arsenal of Doves? Sure. Do you think that would be all right? Or do you have one you'd like to hear, a favorite? That's fine. Or? Oh, sure, thanks. We've been talking about it for, what, six months? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's we been a while. we got to get together. Shit. Right. <laughs> I'm glad you were persistent. It's great. Well, it's I just good figured to have I'd, you I'd do a shout-out once in a while, and I figured eventually it would happen. Yeah. yeah it's, well, I was looking forward to it. This will be fun. I went to an so now I'll go into a standard. advice and started playing with open C, open G, and I'm forcing myself to play more and more songs. And oh, rock. nice, you, you told me about four months ago, just start doing it, you can do it. So I did. I started, oh, yeah? I it, so you having fun with it? It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's nice. I took some of my songs that were in D and just started playing them and dropped D. Oh, cool, man. And I started playing them live to force myself to... In fact, when I started finger-picking, I wrote some songs that were, you know, that, that were written to be finger-picked because I really wasn't finger-picking much. I wasn't comfortable doing it. I thought, if I write these songs... And force myself to start playing them. I'll get comfortable. I did. Same yeah, with sometimes you, you go out, especially when you get to play live. It really challenges you to yeah to start getting to know your comfort level. With like somewhere. I was on KVMR and I, I had a song Jack of All Trades, and I started playing it in drop D. And, and on the air, I I did it in drop for the first time live in front of. I did it on the air, and I thought, okay, I'll just force myself to play it this way. <laughs> nice, good for you, man. Yeah, that works out well. There's a lot of force yourself to do stuff. Well, especially with your songs, it's good to to just change it up for yourself. Keep yeah. yourself on your toes. So here's a song I wrote for. Um, it's for Mother Teresa. It's for a friend of mine, Doug Rand. Actually, he used to live right over that hill. Wow. Um, and he helped run and start the Resource Center for Nonviolence. And passed away a few years ago, but I'd written this for his memorial because I was so inspired by all the work he'd done in his life. It's called Arsenal of Doves. Well, there's a man who's laid his weapons down in a field of autumn's gold And he's gathered up his finest strength And his tears begin to flow Though his enemies are watching You know they cannot make their move when the works of peace have been embraced There's nothing left to prove So cast the earth upon the fallen Count the crosses made of wood 
Let the kings hold all their money Either money is no good There's a warrior among you No blood upon his sword and shield And no hatred in his tear-filled eyes As he walks across these fields There's a woman who feeds the hungry And she draws them to her breast She is a mother for the motherless She's a savior for the rest Lord, she does not fear the shadows For they are slain beside her light She has brought the rulers to their knees With compassion's tender might all those crops of greed and hunger All those monuments of stone All the thieves who seek the treasures That the seeds of war have sown There's a woman stands among you With an arsenal of doves And the mercy of humanity in her trembling hands of love So cast the earth upon the fallen Count the crosses made of wood Let the kings hold all their money People their money, it is no good There's a woman stands among you with an arsenal of dust And the mercy of humanity In her trembling hands of love In her trembling hands of love Very nice. Thank you, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> hey, thank you, Michael. It's been a real pleasure. That was way cool. Lots of fun. Once again, you heard Keith Granger playing Ruby and Rosie off the City Folk CD, Shadows on the Wall, and Arsenal of Doves off his latest CD, Glorious Peasant. And if you'd like to win an autographed copy of Glorious Peasant, you can enter the contest by sending me an email, michael at michaelgaither.com, or signing up for my mailing list at michaelgaither.com slash contact. And again, Keith will be up in the um, Roseville, Auburn, Newcastle area at the end of April. He's playing at the Acoustic Bar and House Concert, and he's also playing at the Cosmic Cafe in Placerville, so I'll put links to those on my site as well. If you have any comments about this podcast, you can send me an email or leave a comment by clicking the Add Comment button for shows 27 and 28 on my site at michaelgaither.com. Thanks for listening.